Welcome to Strange Talk with Doc. I'm going to tell you something. I've noticed that this week a lot. People both face lie. We're going to get to lying. Don't believe people's words. Believe their patterns. Believe their actions. Because that's where you're going to see the truth. If somebody says that they're not going to do something, but they consistently do it anyway, you can trust what they do over what they say. Forget what they say. Hot air blows out of most people's mouths, and it's bullshit. Enough is enough. Don't let nobody in your life, nobody at your job, nobody in your family, nobody you hang out with fool you by continuously doing things that they say that they're not doing. Don't play the fool for nobody. Everybody's too damn intelligent to be played dumb because actions speak volumes. They speak loud. They scream at you. All you got to do is study the person's patterns. I didn't say don't distrust anybody or trust anybody. But they'll let you know if they're distrustful. They'll let you know if they're honest, if they're forthright, if they have something to give to your life. And the people who no longer have anything to give in your life in 2021, as we close out this year, close them out. Close the door on them. You don't have to hate them. You don't have to dislike them. You don't have to fight with them. You don't have to fuss with them. But it's time to move forward in a positive manner. And if you move forward in a positive manner, you will carry positive people with positive energy with you. You can leave all the trash behind. There's a place for trash. Trash does exist. Some people are trash. And it is all right to leave them in the dust. Now, that being said, we will get back to some other liars over the course of this show. Some people who have said some bold-faced lies this week that make absolutely no sense. They're trying to play people for suckers. They're trying to play people for fools. But I want to say, rest in peace to Tina Teen Tour. This is the young lady who died tragically in that Henry Ruggs III car accident in Las Vegas. And I also want to say... Rest in peace to all the victims of DUI and DWI who were out there minding their business, going about their lives, and some fool decided it was all right to be intoxicated or under the influence of alcohol and speed and crash into them when they were just living their lives. I say rest in peace to all those victims. The Gap Band lost one of his founding members, Ronnie Wilson, one of the Wilson brothers, if you come from my generation, you love the Gap Band. Uh, Charlie Wilson, Uncle Charlie's still out there doing his own thing. He's the only one of the Wilson brothers that is surviving at this moment. And Ronnie passed away at the age of 73. And William Luckin, who starred on The Sons of Anarchy, he died at the age of 80. Now, here's one of the liars. This weekend, or late yeah, this weekend at the Astro World Festival, at least eight people died and hundreds were injured when the crowd surged at this Travis Scott festival that other artists was at. Travis Scott should be ashamed of himself. I don't know if he has any shame. I don't know if he has any compassion, feeling, or empathy. He gave the worst sorry uh, I didn't know this was going on, speech of all time, sitting there rubbing his face, seeming disgenuine, dis uh, like he didn't give a 
flying fuck about those people. He sat there and said that he did not know that this was going on when he had people bum rush his stage to say, look at this. There's also video of him on like a crane where he is actually looking over people dying in front of him and he does not stop one bit. There will be mass lawsuits trialed against Houston, the police department, Travis Scott, the festival holders. There's been a lawsuit filed against Drake. Uh, money is not going to bring back these loved ones. And to die in such a tragic manner when you just want to go out and have a good time. I don't know Travis Scott music from a hole in the ground. If you put on 50 songs and said pick the Travis Scott song, I couldn't do it. I know he exists. I know that he's with one of those Kardashian-Jenner girls. And that's about all. I know that he's a celebrity. I have no grudge against the man. But to boldface sit there and lie. And not to even be able to pretend to really show any genuine caring about the loss of human lives. And this is a guy who has a pattern because other people have been hurt at other concerts and venues that he performed. And he just doesn't seem to learn. He does not seem to get it. These are human beings and people need to stop idol worship. These celebrities love their talent. You don't have to love the person. You can love the talent that they have. If they touch your heart, your soul, and your spirit, and they make you feel some kind of way, they make you feel good, they bring emotions, they help you through times of need and want and loneliness, I'd say appreciate the celebrities that you back. But if they say jump through a hoop, don't jump through a hoop. Have your own mind. Be free to think for yourself. And Travis Scott should be ashamed of himself. But I don't I don't think the ability is there. So COVID-19 cases up to 48 million in the U.S. 776,000 people have died. 430 million people are vaccinated and we still need more people vaccinated. Worldwide, we're up to 251 million cases and 5.1 million people and still counting have died so far. So this Premier Court judge, Timothy Walmsley, ruled Wednesday that there's only going to be one black juror and 11 whites who are going to decide the fate of the three men brought on trial for murdering Aubrey, I mean, Amadou Aubrey. This is 19, I mean, this is 2021, and a jury of your peers is still 11 whites and one black person, 2021, this is not 1955, 11 whites and one black person. And that's considered a jury of anybody's peers in America. That is shameful. Now, this judge, Timothy Walmsley, said his hands are tied. There's pretty much nothing he could do. But how did the prosecutor let this happen? How did the prosecuting team allow this to happen. Now, in Raleigh, North Carolina, there's a police officer named, what is this clown's name? Omar Abadou. He had 12 men, black men, set up with drugs and arrested. Some of them have spent as much as two years in jail because they could not bail him out. He was planting 
supposedly quote unquote heroin on some of these men come to find out some of the drugs that he planted was not even drugs they were sugar why the rallies police department couldn't test this find out it was bogus and release these men i don't know but rally had to pay off two million dollars and it was actually 15 men he took 15 men off the streets away from their families during a pandemic they might have lost loved ones they might have lost their employment they might have lost their jobs two million dollars for 15 men does not change the fact of the damage that he's done and on top of it the da has said that there will be no charges at this time for this ex-officer Omar Abadou. This is amazing. We live in amazing times. Not amazingly good, but amazingly confusing, hateful, deceitful, and it's horrible. So this Kyle Rittenhouse trial opened. He tried to claim that he was coming to the defense, a fucking liar, of some black people that the n-word was flung around and he wasn't going for it and he stepped in we'll see how this plays out i really don't know how this one's going to play out but it doesn't look like they're going to find 11 people to convict this kyle rittenhouse so when he's exonerated don't be surprised don't be shocked there should be no major indignation you have plenty of time to get yourself prepared for the fact that he's going to probably walk on this so the American Crime Story Season 3 impeachment last week was the grand jury uh, the grand jury testimonies. And it was a very good episode. I wish they would have went into a little bit more in depth about the members of the grand jury because if they were really posing questions like this, this was a highly educated grand jury. This was not a grand jury made up of dodo birds. This seemed like it was a grand jury made up of teachers, professors, professionals uh not running the mill people they had very intelligent questions for monica lewinsky they had very intelligent questions for the president clinton they had very intelligent questions for trip linda trip so i thought it was good the blacklist is at a weird place red is setting stuff up he's taking over another organization so if you like the blacklist you know and then Resler is a drug addict. He's looking bad. And he was busted trying to fake a P-test uh, that didn't pass because he threw, like, eye drops in his urine. And any tester would know that something's wrong there. The equalizer last week, that DA that's been hounding the Queen Latifah's character is finally gone. He's been transferred out. And I am so grateful. But there's probably somebody laying in wait to give her grief. Again, I just want the show to go on to her being the eagleizer, kicking ass, taking names and doing her thing without being hounded by people who are less than her. The last OG has returned. It's up to season. I mean, uh, it's up to episode like three. I have not actually watched it yet. Uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, I'm like two shows behind. The Good Doctor was a good show, but it was about Sean trying to get some points on a review. He doesn't have the makeup mentally, emotionally, to really care about how other people think think of him. But we are now to believe that Sean, with his autism, actually is focusing in on how people actually view him, 
when his whole entire life he's been viewed as weird, strange, or different. Now, take that from a person who podcast is called Strange Talk. So I have been viewed my entire life as a strange or odd individual, and it has never bothered me. It didn't bother me when I was a kid, and it does not bother me today. So I can't see it bothering him. But he needed to get these points, and that's the way it was. Law and Order was fantastic. The SVU episode, it was Liv playing on the male ego of a suspect to get him to think that women was beneath him so that he would spill his guts. You need to see it for yourself. It was one of the better Law and Orders that we've had in a year or so. Uh, Law and Order, organized crime dealt with a woman who was a sellout who gave some information to the gangsters to help them and she did it for peanuts fifty thousand dollars she had to be black there's not a lot of black people in this show but the sellout chick had to be a black character i didn't appreciate that she could have been anything else uh, uh, and she got what she deserved she got her comeuppance so the braves are the world series champs they won the World Series, four games to do by beating the Astros, and this is their first championship since 1995. I was actually in Atlanta when they held that championship parade in 95. So congratulations to Atlanta, because Atlanta doesn't win a lot. This Jorge Sala was the World Series MVP, so congratulations to him also. This weekend, we had UFC 268, Usman versus Covington 2 from Madison Square Garden. Kamal Usman won a unanimous decision to beat Kobe Covington. Kobe Covington clearly lost his fight, but he naturally thinks that he won because that's how he has to go about doing his business. Rose Namayunas beat Wiley Zhang again, Zhang Wiley, for the second time. This time it went to decision. It was a, a very good fight. Rose is a phenomenal fighter. I love her footwork. I love her hands. Uh, she's a complete package. Justin Gagey and Michael Chandler threw down for three insane, bloody, violent rounds. If you like fighting and you have not really seen the UFC, just put this fight on. Justin Gagey versus Michael Chandler, UFC 268, and you will have a good time watching this three-round battle. Eggy. Frankie Egger fought Marlon Vera. Marlon Vera knocked him out with a front kick. I picked Marlon to win, but I didn't think that he would finish off Frankie, but it'd be like that sometime. Al Alicata fought Bobby Green. Bobby Green knocked out Alicata. It was a beautiful first round. I mean, Bobby looked on point. He felt disrespected. He had a point to prove, and he went out there and he did it. And Charles Barnett, a fat short heavyweight five foot nine this dude is amazing i got nothing but love for mr charles barnett he did a 360 roundhouse kick to knock out his opponent i mean this dude came in there he's overweight he doesn't have a good body he came in there dancing after the fight he did a flip you're sitting there going where the hell 
you know what? Don't judge a person by how they look. This dude is a complete professional athlete, and he has the skill set, and he has the athletic ability to show you that he could do things that a person who probably in great shape couldn't do. This dude did a front flip after the match and landed perfectly on his ass, arms up in the air as though he was some kind of gym gymnast. So it was he he was entertaining to say the least. Now coming up this weekend we got Max Holloway is fighting Yari Rodriguez. Kevin Holland is fighting Kyle Dirakis. Felicia Spence is going up against Leah Layston. Song Young Dong is going up against Julio I. And Jessica I is fighting Cowboy Andrea Lee. This should be an entertaining card. I believe this is going to be from the uh, Apex Center. So, you know, the UFC is still in the midst of the seven, eight straight more weeks of fights. So if you are a UFC fan, this is like in season. This is fantastic. And I, uh, so far, so good. These cards have been fairly good. So the Suns owner, Robert Salver, is up against racism, sexism, and allegations. Uh, he's the owner of the Suns. He's the owner of the Mercury. I think he might even be a part owner of the Cardinals. Don't hold me to that. I might be wrong, but it doesn't seem like these things go anywhere. Daniel Snyder's been up against charges for the Washington football team for two years. He was allowed to hire his own investigators. This Robert Salva is allowed to do that. And then he has all the backing of the black people who seem to be in the Suns organization. So I don't expect much of anything to come of this. Now, I like to give you what I call the highlight games of the week coming up in the NBA. Tonight, Monday, the Knicks play the 76ers. The Nets played those upstart balls. Tuesday, you got the Bucks going into Philly to play the 76ers. You got the Trailblazers going to Los Angeles to play the Clippers. Wednesday, you got the Heat versus the Lakers. I don't know if LeBron will be back or not, but I'm just giving you that game. And the Bucks are playing the Knicks. Thursday, you got the Heat playing the Clippers. Uh, the Clippers. Friday, you got the Nuggets going into Miami to play the Heat. And then you got the heat. No, I'm sorry. You got the Hawks are going to play the Nuggets Friday. So you get a chance to see Trey Young play. Saturday, you got the Heat going to Utah to play the Jazz. And Sunday, you got the Nuggets versus the Trailblazers. So Henry Ruggs III, the wide receiver for the Los Vegas Raider. Let's say the former wide receiver for the Las Vegas Raider. He was charged with DUI and reckless driving after that fatal car crash. Uh, and he was the 12th pick in the 2020 draft that killed Miss Tina Tenor, who I spoke about earlier and said, rest in peace to her. I don't understand. And this is just me. But I have never drove drunk. I have never drove under the influence of any form of drugs. I have never, I don't have it in me to want to harm somebody for no reason. I understand if you're a baller, you consider yourself a baller. If you're listening to me right now, you're a player, you're a baller, you fly, you fresh, 
You ain't got no money in your pocket to afford a Uber. You ain't got no money in your pocket to afford a Lyft. You ain't got no money in your pocket to afford to hire a driver. That's what bosses do. Bosses sit the fucking back and let somebody drive them around. So don't play boss, but you need to be in your own vehicle because you really are pinching pennies. You broke ass saying, you know what? I got to get my vehicle home. You know what? Have your vehicle locked, stored, put into uh, parking. You can afford it. You're a player. You got $400 sneakers on. You got jewelry on your neck. You got the baddest chicken towel. You could park that car and have somebody drive you around. With it, it's not a lack of pride to have somebody drive you. When you rent a limo, do you go and drive the limo or do you sit your ass in the back seat of the limo and enjoy the ride? And this has got to become something. You know what? People of means, people who have all these followers, they can say this. They can say, you know what? Be the boss. The boss sits in the back, baby. The boss sits in the back. And he rolls up the window because he doesn't even want to talk to you. Make that commercial. Make that message. So we don't have any more Henry Ruggs the thirds, And then we don't have any more victims like Miss Tina Tenor. Because this is ridiculous. People are trying to go about their lives. And you on the highway high. You on the highway intoxicated. You on the highway uh, discombobulated. And enough is enough with that. So here's a big ass liar. Aaron Rodgers, he tested positive for COVID-19. He had to miss the game yesterday versus the Chiefs. He gives the worst. He goes on Pat McAfee and gives the worst excuse. He lies about the NFL. He lies about the protocol, which I will go through. He lies about his reasoning. He lies that he was vaccinated in a previous press conference. He's been sitting in people's faces who maybe would not have wanted him in their face because they thought he was vaccinated. I mean, he's doing press conferences. He's above the NFL. This one Super Bowl championship winner is above the NFL. He's above the rest of the shield. Eli has two Super Bowls. Aaron Rodgers, for all the love, respect, and stuff that he gets, and I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it, he has one Super Bowl, people. Let's not forget, this is not Tom Brady with seven, and Tom Brady, for what we know, follows the protocol. He might not be vaccinated, but if he's not, I guess he's doing his interviews with a mask on and such, but Aaron Rodgers, oh man, I can do whatever I want. And then it's fucking Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith, can dog out any black man who's ever been born. He can take them to uh, he could take them to the whipping shed. But when it comes to an Aaron Rodgers and then he pretends also a liar, he wants to keep showing these clips of him saying that Aaron Rodgers should be suspended. He only brought that up because what's this brother's name? Bart Scott originally said, I believe he should be suspended. So Stephen A. Smith piggybacked off that and did made it seem like he came up with the thought. He did not come up with the thought. I watched it live as it was going on. He piggybacked, basically just agreed with what Bart Scott said. Because at first, 
he was sitting there making jokes until his sister who was on the show gave him the death stare. She gave him the laser eye. Like, are you joking me, man? People have died. I mean, he tried to make it out. Like, listen to this. Pat McAfee probably gave him the COVID. You know what? It's not nothing funny when we talk about 5.1 million people have died from this. And so let's get to this um, protocol of the NFL because everybody seems to not know what it is. It is pretty fucking simple. If you're not vaccinated, you got to be tested every day. You got to wear a mask at the club facility and during travel. You must remain remain physical distance from others in the club facility. You must quarantine after high-risk exposure. You have travel restrictions. They limit the players in the weight room. Players must be physically distanced at meal rooms. You must not eat with your teammates. Staff must grab and go. No meals in the cafeteria for those unvaccinated. No social media. No marketing. No sponsorship activities permitted. And we know that one, Aaron Rodgers has definitely violated this. We've seen the Halloween John Wick costumes. So he's full of shit on that one. You can't use the sauna or steam room. You must not leave the hotel to eat in restaurants. No interaction with anybody outside of team travel. During the team travel, if it's not a member of the team travel party, you cannot be interacting with them. Now, there are whole different rules for fully vaccinated. There's no need for us to go into that because it really does not apply to Aaron Rodgers. Him taking dewormer and these other things that the NFL told him was not going to fly. So he's going to, he's came up with a 500 page research. He's now scientist Rogers. He's Aaron Fauci Rogers. And then on top of it, this claim that the NFL doctors told him that unvaccinated people cannot spread COVID-19 is ridiculous. So the Odell Beckham Jr. era in Cleveland is over. It should be quite interesting to see how this plays out over the next 24 hours. He'll be waivered today. He's not going to pass waivers. Somebody's going to pick him up. But now it's who's going to pick him up and how is he going to be responding to maybe a team that he does not want to be on. And Michael Thomas, the wide receiver for the Saints, he's going to be out for the season. He's another one I don't understand. Stephen A. Smith had Keyshawn Johnson, who's his uncle in the studio. Uh, He rolled over like a little girl. His original thoughts was, why did Michael Thomas wait so long to get the surgery? He allowed Keyshawn to convince him that Michael Thomas didn't wait to get the surgery. He got it at the proper time. But yet, week eight, he decides, you know what? I can't make it through the season. I I have a uh, a setback. And the setback happened to coincide and line up perfectly with Jameis Winston being out. So the Rams waived Deshaun Jackson, and he was actually picked up and signed by the Raiders. The Raiders need more wide receivers. He fits Derek Carr's system. He's a home run hitter. Derek Carr likes to throw home runs. So Thursday, the Colts beat the Jets 45-30. The Falcons beat those Saints yesterday, 27-25. I thought the Falcons was going to lose another heartbreaking close game, but they pulled it out. The Cowboys shitted the bed. They didn't even show up in their own home stadium against the Broncos. The Broncos beat them 30-16, but it wasn't even this close. This was a beatdown. 
The Patriots beat the Panthers 24-6. Donald is a bum. Uh, he really is bad. The Ravens held on in overtime to beat the Vikings 34-31. Uh, this was an entertaining game. The Ravens, the running game looked good. Uh, the Vikings tried to hang in there, but something's missing on the Vikings. I don't know what Zimmer's doing over there. And the Browns bounced back after cutting Odell, and they beat the Bengals 41-16. Joe Barrow had a horrendous game. Lamar Chase actually dropped a couple of passes that he should have caught. The final score on that one was 41-16. The Jaguars beat the Bills 9-6. I am shaking my head at this one. Yesterday was a freaky day in the NFL, a freaky day. The Bills 9-6 to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, the offense for the Bills never looked like it was in sync. Nothing seemed right. The Bills struggled last week to beat the Dolphins. So maybe they're not as good as we gave them credit for being. And the Dolphins beat the Texans 17-9. The Texans are abysmal. They might be about the worst team in the league. They'll fight it out with Jacksonville for that distinction. The Giants actually beat the Raiders 23-16. The Raiders also seemed disjointed. This is another team that is better, who actually lost to an inferior opponent. The Chargers beat the Eagles 27-24, which took a little of the sting of the Cowboys away because the Cowboys still have a two-and-a-half to three-game lead in their division. The Cardinals, without Kyler Murray, without Deshaun Watson, still, no, not Deshaun Watson, uh, without their star running uh, tight end, and without their starting quarterback, still beat the 49ers 31-17. to 17. Uh, The Cardinals are who they, we think they are. They are an outstanding football team. Other guys just stepped it, plugged in, like if though nothing was missing, and it was a beautiful thing. And the Titans, who do not have Derrick Henry, beat the Rams 28-16. Old man Peterson actually ran for a touchdown. I mean, I'm kind of shocked at this. I thought the Rams at home would handle the Titans, especially without a running game. But Tannehill did what he needed to do to get by, and they actually won the game, and the Titans are now in first place in their division. Now, Thursday, we got Baltimore going into Miami. Baltimore should win this game as long as they don't get caught up in some trap nonsense. The Falcons are going to Dallas. There's no way Dallas loses back-to-back -back games to an inferior opponent at home. If not, the season's going to go down the shitter real fast. The Saints are going into Tennessee. I like Tennessee. Jacksonville is going to Indianapolis. I have to pick Indianapolis. Cleveland is going into New England. I, you know what, I'm kind of up on, I don't know. I think that Cleveland can pull off an upset in New England. Buffalo is going into New York to play the Jets. I got to go with the Bills here. Detroit is going into Pittsburgh, and I'm going to have to take Pittsburgh to keep Detroit winless. Matter of fact, I, I forgot to say it tonight, Monday Night Football, is the Bears are going in to play the Steelers. I'm taking the Steelers to win that game. Now, Tampa Bay is going into Washington to play the football team. I got the Bucs coming off a of bye beating Washington. The Panthers are going into 
Arizona to play the Cardinals. Carolina is just not on the scale with Arizona, so I have to pick them. This should be a very good game. Vikings are going to L.A. to play the Chargers. I like the Vikings in this one. And seven, Philadelphia Eagles is going into Denver to play the Broncos. Philly plays tough. Broncos are tough, but I think the Broncos really put a lot into this last week's game against Dallas. So I'm going to take the Eagles to win. And you got the Seahawks, no Russell Wilson going into Green Bay. Maybe with the return of Rodgers, I think he'll have something to prove. So I'm taking Green Bay. Kansas City is playing the Sunday night game in Las Vegas. I like the Raiders to rebound. Kansas City did not look good yesterday. Even though they beat the Packers minus Rodgers, they didn't look good. They beat them 13-7. It wasn't a shining moment. There's something definitely wrong with Mahomes, uh, uh, Kelsey, uh, they're making uh, Tariq Hill do short little passing routes instead of going for these bombs. So I'm not liking that. Now, the Rams on Monday Night Football played the San Francisco 49ers. I think the Rams bounce back. 49ers are just not good, people. Uh, they come with a lot of hype, and that's all it is to me is hype. Remember, do the best that you can to watch out for people's patterns. Forget the words. Words could be spoken by a smooth talker, somebody with a lot of, who's very charismatic. They could be spoken by somebody who can string things together. They don't even have to be, the words don't even have to be original thoughts. They could be regurgitated ideas from other people that have been used over the course of centuries to manipulate people. There are people out there who study the art of manipulation. This is what they do. This is how they conduct themselves. Some people learn it in a penitentiary. Some people learn it from pimps and whole game. Some people learn it in the streets. Some people are just built that way. They want to manipulate. But one thing a person cannot do is they cannot change their patterns. They cannot change the patterns of their lifestyle, the things that they do that really show you who they are. So if you pay close attention to how they conduct themselves, their habits, their patterns, you will never be fooled by a smooth talker. You will never be led down the wrong road by somebody who's just playing you, okay? I'm going to tell you like I tell you each and every time, people. Peace to you and peace to yours. I'll be back next Monday. If you want to, please shout me out. Drop me an email. Let me know how you think about the show. I, positive, negative, it does not make a difference. I love to hear from those who listen from time to time. I'm not asking you to like. I'm not asking you to subscribe. I'm not asking you to share. If that's something organically that you feel like doing, I am not opposed to it. I appreciate it, and I say thank you beforehand. I, in advance, thank you for any help that helps build Strange Talk with Doc. And once again, people, peace to you and peace to yours. 